Hi everybody, it's Coach Jenny. I'm a wife, I'm a cyclist, I'm a hiker, traveler, an entrepreneur, a golden doodle mom, but most importantly, I'm an athlete who's visually impaired. So let's get started. Creating a routine during quarantine has been super beneficial for just my sanity. (sighs) Even just to start this conversation, I just remember when we were just like, okay, it's this quote unquote virus, you know, it's invisible, it's not going to hurt me. And, you know, you just kind of sit and wonder and what it's really about and what it you know, things that you hear and what people are telling you and what what you see on TV and what you read on the news and all these facts and, you know, what do you believe anymore about, you know, this coronavirus? And I think what has been super beneficial for me is just kind of keeping my routine. And so every morning I get up early, make some kind of breakfast, and I start my routine off by rowing. I love rowing. I have a C2 Concept 2 rower and I love rowing and people (laughs) think I'm crazy. I think I love rowing because it is a full body workout in 20, 30, 40 minutes and it's just something I fell in love with. I bought one. Um, It's, (laughs) I have it for about, gosh, two, two and a half years maybe. It's just fun for me. I follow Dark Horse Rowing. So if you haven't heard about them, it's Dark Horse Rowing with Shane Farmer. And he's just amazing. And I just pull up YouTube and find a really cool routine that I want to do. And I just follow along. I do have the Concept2 app on my phone attached to the monitor. And I can program everything so I can watch everything on the monitor and watch my phone. And I can watch the TV and just follow along and do a cool routine. And so that's just kind of a good way for me to start my morning, get my blood moving, get a little sweaty, just kind of get that exercise in. Uh, Then the next thing I go into is my meditation. So I go from like super hyperactive to like super sedative. Put my ear pods in. I lay on the floor and usually my dog tries to attack me, but she usually settles down and lays right on me. So now I'm still sweaty and the dog is like laying there. I usually find some really cool meditation app. I've been using Boho Beautiful. They're amazing. I absolutely love their work. Or Tony Robbins, Mel Robbins, anything of that nature just to kind of bring me down, bring my heart rate down, center me on what I need to focus on for the day, focus on my career, focus on my life, my family, a little bit of everything. And just have that 10, 15 minutes of just clarity. So I'm laying there and I'm listening to the app, you know, doing my breathing exercises, following along and just have that 15 minutes of space that's just for me. Uh, I absolutely love it. And meditation is something that I'm was always like, I'm too busy for this. I don't have time for meditation. This is not something I can get into. I'm too hyper. I can't calm my brain. My brain is always moving and spinning and Quarantine really gave me that opportunity to slow it down, bring it down a notch, and just really focus on what's important. 
After my 15 minutes of meditation, I go into my stretching routine. I am super, super tight. Being six foot three is awesome, but I grew really fast as a kid. So my muscles are really short for my bones. So I do have a lot of pain, a lot of knee pain, um, hip pain, just because of you know, still being athletic and building muscle. Um, my muscles get really tight, so it causes a lot of pain. So I just have to stretch out. Am experiencing a lot of our left knee pain. So that just kind of annoying. So I've been doing a lot of therapy exercises with that and icing and in the middle of cycling. So that is kind of bothersome when I have a lot of pain, but I don't have pain when I bike. I only have pain when I rest. So I think it's just finally my body just kind of being like, okay, we're not doing anything right now and I'm in pain. <laughs> So that's super annoying. I usually spend about another 15, 20 minutes, uh, 30 minutes of rowing. I mean, um, 30 minutes of stretching. And during that time, I'm listening to some kind of audiobook. Just something to occupy my brain. It's I'm not looking at the internet or anything like that. Just kind of, you know, focusing on what I'm doing. And I, I'm enjoying just, just listening to it. After my stretching, I usually do some social media posts um, talking about my morning, talk about what I'm doing, my stretching, my rowing, my meditation. I, I always like to post that kind of stuff just to consistently post things on the internet and show you know, my audience that this is what I'm doing. You know, this is kind of the behind the scenes every day. You know, these are things that are really important to me. This is what's kept me active and attentive and healthy during quarantine. So I usually make some really cool videos, uh, some funny ones. Usually my dog is in them or I go outside where she's playing and my dog is a 12 year old golden doodle. She is amazing and she's actually sitting right here on the floor now sleeping. <laughs> she is my best buddy and she's my study buddy. She's my cuddle buddy. She is just there 100% and super supportive and I really enjoy having her around me. She's super calming and just feel her calmness. So that's super nice to have. So after doing some fun posts, hitting all my markets, my Instagram, my Facebook, LinkedIn, you know, if I'm courageous enough, do a TikTok. Go into my journaling. Journaling is also something else that I'm super new to. I'm not a huge journaling person just because my brain is always like firing at 8,000 miles an hour and I'm like, dogs, cars, oh, I need to do this, grocery shopping. My brain is just all over. It was really interesting during this quarantine time. After the meditation, after the stretching, my brain is a little bit settled and I can focus on just moments of clarity on what I need to work on. And so in my journals, I have two of them. I have like a fancy journal and like this little 99 cent journal steno book that you would get in like elementary school and I have stickers all over it and it's called my million dollar idea book <laughs> so um but my million dollar idea book is just kind of where my brain goes everywhere like blurbs of information and there's bubbles around them and it's in organized information and to me it all makes sense because there's like lines drawn on it and here's number one there's number two and it's just awesome just for my brain to be like, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. 
you know, here's a podcast idea. This is something I want to write. Oh, this is a free worksheet I want to do. And this is something I need to do. And, you know, it's just kind of nice to have all these ideas written down in this notebook. And then my fancy journal is when I'm really having those moments of anxiety or express my feelings. So one's like a feeling journal and one is more like a production journal, like what I need to produce. And so my feelings journal is kind of interesting. It just talks about like everyday activities, how I'm feeling, um, any kind of emotional feelings going on, any kind of mental things, any pain, any just anything with my mental health. Um, taking care of your mental health is super, super important. I spent 17 years in healthcare and it's just something that I am very passionate about because it's a genre that I've worked with for years and years and years. And I see a lot of individuals who don't take care of their health and they don't take care, I should say they don't take care of their mental health. They always put themselves last and I am that type of person. I've always put myself last. I put everybody else first, even if they're terrible person to me put their feelings first and try to help them and during this quarantine it really brought a lot of my emotions to the surface and it's like it's time for me it's time for Jenny to really focus on what she wants focus on what she needs focus on her health her mental health her physical health and focus on the things that she really wants to pursue and it's been an eye-opening experience just being at home where you can't go anywhere. Yes, we really miss our family. We miss doing things and being out in public, but it really made you sit down and focus on things that need to be done. And what a fabulous experience. It's very traumatic of what's going on in the world, but I really have taken this to a level where I have a lot of clarity. What's really interesting about this whole clarity situation is I bought a My Intent bracelet. I had one almost two years ago when I had shoulder surgery and it said patience because my husband tells me I have no patience. He's totally true, zero patience. And it's something that I've been working on and I'm getting better at. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not the best, but I'm getting better. But I wore this patience bracelet forever. And it, what it meant to me is that I need to slow down, take it step by step. For me, it was going through physical therapy like four times a week at 6 a.m. Just, it was intense. Just knowing that if I worked really hard on physical therapy, that I can get back on my bike and I can, you know, race and do all these other things and participate in group rides. And, and that was really important to me. For 2020, for Christmas of 19, I bought a necklace from my intent and it said opportunity. And I started wearing it January 1st and I said 2020 is going to be an opportunity for me. And I started my uh, coaching business. I do have an LLC. It's called Life Coaching for Wellness. And um, it's kind of like the umbrella of my adaptive fitness coaching. It's just so interesting how everything has panned out for I started my business and I was going to be personal development coach. And this is what I wanted to do. And and then I really fell in love with you know who I am as a person during this quarantine and uh, a coach of mine brought this to my attention. And the question that she asked me was, what is one thing that you can talk about to strangers in a room 
without any cue cards, any help, any research or anything like that. And I was like, well, you know, I could always talk about sports because I know sports, you know, I played them and and she goes, no, just a, a deep dive topic. What is something about you that, that you could talk about? And I said, well, I'm, I have a vision problem. And she questioned me and I said, well, I was born, you know, with a stretch retina and an optic nerve issue on my right eye. And I have really low vision. When I say low vision, it's pretty much just like looking out wax paper out of my right eye. I've been like this since I've been born and I've learned to adapt and I've gone to specialists and I had special contacts and all and I went through the whole scenario with her about how I've learned to adapt with my vision how my left eye you know has to take over for my right eye so I only have a certain field of vision because my right eye doesn't work and you know I was telling her and she said to me that's your topic you can talk about your vision and how you adapted into society, how it changed for you, how you adapted, how you went to college and played volleyball and how you drive a car and how you just manipulate the world in your own little way. And I was like, but no one really cares about that because, you know, I look normal. And then she said to me, it's not about looking normal. It's about how you adapted into the community and how you changed your perspective on life to be a little bit different. And it kind of blew me away because I was like, okay, you know, I can talk to anybody about my vision. I just was blown away by the ability to talk about myself, my visual impairment, how I'm an athlete. And my coach was like, I can't believe you're a cyclist with this visual limitation. And I was like, why? And she goes, well, aren't you scared that something's gonna happen? And I was like, like what? <laughs> and she's like, well, like a car or something is gonna hit your eye. And I was like, well, that's why I wear really expensive sunglasses and I take care of my eyes and I make sure I have eye drops and, you know, and I do all these preventative measures. And she goes, see, there's another thing. That's another tip that you can train somebody on how to prepare for a bike ride. And I was like, but these are simple things. And she goes, to you, but to somebody that's new, they might not understand. And it just blows my mind because I'm thinking, well, everybody knows how to ride a bike. Get on a bike and go. But there's so many other things to be visually impaired in riding a bike. So uh, lots of props to her. And she's really kind of changed my perspective on life since I've been home in quarantine and just blown away with how amazing this adaptive community is. I have been really putting myself out there and talking more about my visual impairment and how navigated society and I'm 42 years old and these are things I've done. I go traveling the world and do some awesome hiking and I played volleyball and I'm a cyclist and these are the things that I do on the daily and it's really cool to share these experiences with other athletes and either even other adaptive individuals. I have talked to so many amazing people through Instagram and amazing organizations that I've spoken to just about what it's like being an adaptive individual. I'm pretty pumped about 
being who I am. It's kind of cool because other than getting really close to my face is the only way that you'll ever really notice that I have a visual impairment because my eye will start tracking in. But I look like any other able-bodied person out there because I am an able-bodied person, which is the visual impairment. And it's okay. I'm cool with it. My husband's cool with it. My dog really don't care as long as I give her treats. And it's awesome. So the whole point about this podcast is talking about taking time for you and realizing what makes you happy. And this quarantine time has been life-changing with the individuals that I've been talking to and the individuals that I've met online and just spoke to over the phone. I'm pumped. There's so many amazing things that are going to happen in the future. I'm I'm excited. And this is why I love coaching. I love telling people my story and giving people the confidence that they can do it. Because you know what? I've been through it. I lived through it. Back when I was young, they didn't have the technology. Do I think I would be able to have better vision now if I have technology now that I had back then? Maybe. But you know what? My journey, my 42-year journey has been a little intense at times, a little awesome, a little not so awesome, but you know what? It makes me who I am. On that note, I hope you guys have an amazing day and don't forget, be confident, stand tall, and enjoy the adventure.